Praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of the Lord. All the saints that are seeing me, and even if you are not saved on today, hey, how are you on this glorious, glorious Friday? And so you all, I wanted to come before you all uh, with something that is very dear, very dear to my heart, because I've really been praying, just been praying for a long time for the youth uh, in our family, the youth in our community, the youth in the church community. I have really been praying because Satan is after their lives. Satan is after their lives as never before. And I, I just keep seeing more and more young people dying before their time more and more young people dying before their time and if young if you're a young person and you're listening to me i have a question for you why would you die before your time why would you die before your time and what i've been seeing a lot is many of the young people have been dying because number one they are disobedient to god Number two, they are disobedient to their parents. And so when you have those two things going on, then you can just expect your life not to be long on the earth. And I'm going to read, if you haven't been going to church, you might not know this scripture. Um, Ephesians, um, it's Ephesians 6, 1, 2, and 3. Ephesians 6, 1, 2, and 3. Uh, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise that it may be well with thee and thou mayest live long on the earth. So that means if you don't obey, it say children, obey your parents for this, obey and honor. If you don't obey and honor your parents, then it will not be well with you and you will not live long on the earth. So I'm seeing many you die before they even reach 18 years old because this number one thing, they're not obeying God and they're not obeying their parents. So that's why their life is not going well. They either getting shot up or they're getting killed because or getting killed in a different way before their time because they are not being obedient to God and obedient to the parents or obedient to the people that God has put over you as parents. It may not be your biological parents, but if you're not being obedient to who is over you, then it's not going to be well with you and you're not going to live long on earth. And so that's the number one thing is the obedience factor. And so it's a lot of times we try to get away from what the Bible is saying, but I promise you the Bible is right because the Bible is coming to pass and people lives it came to pass in my life glory to god when he filled me with the holy ghost and i'm gonna tell you one thing because one day yes i was disobedient to my parents i was disobedient and one day i had got into a bad wreck a very bad wreck but before I, my car started going out of control i couldn't y'all i can't even really remember what happened i probably was around 18 but still my parents had told me and trained me up in the ways of holiness and some things not to do and so first of all i I was in an unequally yoked relationship. Second of all, I was doing what I wanted to do. I was disobeying my parents. I was disobeying God. And I was just doing what I wanted to do. So anyway, one day I was coming back home from college. And my car, I was just listening to some some worldly music not gospel because at this time I had backslid away from the church. Again, I was being disobedient. And so 
some type of worldly music we was listening, me and my sister was listening to coming back home from college, my car, like, I can't even understand, like, what happened, because, like, it's like something, and I know it wasn't God, like, an evil spirit, like, took over my car, and I could not control it, and so, I could not control it, and so, we ran off the road, and hit, like, a tree with, like, some kind of electric pole or something, and it was like, if my car, oh, glory to God, if my car would have been a little closer, me and my sister would have got blew up. And so this is what I'm telling you. This God, God's word don't lie because Satan is after your life. Like he, he want to kill you before you physically, I mean, spiritually believe in God. He wants to take you out of here before you even fulfill what God called you to do, your purpose in life. He want to take you out before you even receive salvation, but yet you don't understand that because you're being so hard-headed and don't want to listen to the people that God has sent in your life to help you to be saved and to guide you along the way. So if you disobey your parents, expect for destruction to come. Expect for your life not to be well. Expect for bad things to keep happening to you because you're not being obedient especially you ones that have grew up in the ways of holiness and you know the truth don't expect your life to go well it's not going to end well either when you turn your back on God but I thank God for his grace and his mercy and so that's why I'm sitting here today but I'm standing tall on the word of God and living this life of holiness because I believe Jesus is real not just because what my parents told me yes they told me the ways of holiness but the Bible became alive for me hallelujah God read Fill me with the Holy Ghost and he claimed me, he's claiming me as his own and I'm approved of God and I'm filled with the Holy Ghost on today. And I thank the Lord for saving my life because Satan wanted to take me out of here because he knew I was coming for everybody that I can that he has held captive. And that's why I'm having this video on today because the devil might have you captive on today, but you need to listen in and obey the word of the Lord because warning comes before destruction. Warning, warning is coming, but you have to take heed to it. You don't know how many chances that God is going to give you. So stop looking at these other people that's out here living a wretched life and they're getting away with it. That might not be you. He might take you out before you receive salvation. So you need to come on to Jesus while there is still time, while you are still alive. Glory to God. Do not be foolish. Now, I'm going to tell, I'm going to go to the parents because a lot of times, well, before I go to the parents, I'm going to read this scripture. There's a generation that are pure in their own eyes and yet is not washed from their filthiness. That's Proverbs 30 and 12 because I've seen this and I'm still seeing this. A lot of people think they are okay. Just because you go to church and you be like, all of us got a little sin in us. The devil is a lie because every day I'm like, Lord, if there's anything in me, I need you to take it out of me because I want to be right. I want to be saved. I want to be holy. And if I, if I even think it's something in me, I'm trying to get rid of it. And if God show me what it is, I'm definitely getting rid of it. So no, all of us do not have sin in our lives. So if you have a sin in your life, whether you sleeping with somebody else that's not sleeping with somebody that's not your wife, whether you are having whatever kind of sex, again, with somebody that's not your wife, whether you are smoking, drinking, partying, clubbing, whatever you're doing, watching pornography, being a homosexual, being bisexual, being transgender, hey, 
that is evil in the sight of the Lord. And it don't matter whether you a liar or you one of those things that I just named is still wrong. And you're not right in God's eyes. You're not washed from your filthiness. So don't be fooled by these ain'ts that's going to church and they're going to church on Wednesday, Sundays or whatever day they going, but they still, like I mentioned, party, clubbing, drinking, smoking. They not going to make it in the kingdom if they don't be born again, just like you won't. There's no little or big sin. A homosexual is the same thing as a liar uh, 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 or whatever. Or if you self-righteous, because if you never, if you have not repented, been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and received the gift of the Holy Ghost and walking in holiness every day, then you on your way to hell. And it don't matter how what religion you in. It don't matter what religion you in. If you ain't come the Bible way, what I just quoted to you is Acts 2.38. Read it for yourself. Also read John 3 about being born again. So if you, if you haven't did that and you still out here sinning, you ain't going in the kingdom. And if you die this moment, you're going to hell. So get in your word. Ask God to reveal himself to you. He will open up your understanding. But you ain't washed from your filthiness if you are constantly living in sin. I don't care how young you are. I don't care how old you are. God will save you and he will cleanse you from that filthiness that is inside of you. If you come to him in repentance and do it the Bible way. It's only one way to Jesus. And that's by X 238. You must be born again or you will not inherit the kingdom of God. So we're going to go on. Now I want to get to the parents. I'm trying to make this short because the Bible say for us parents, first of all, to, in that same Ephesians 6, not to provoke our children to wrath. The fathers, the fathers, not to provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up. Like in one version, say like the fear of the Lord. Hold on. But bring them up. In the fear of the Lord, because I'm telling y'all, it's a lot of deadbeat fathers out here. And that's that's a reason why a lot of the children are the way they are, because there's a lot of deadbeat fathers out here. You know that this child is yours, but yet you out on the streets or yet you in another woman's bedroom or yet you doing you. But you're not raising your young men, your your children to be men. The, your girls are not feeling the love of a father because you're not there. You are provoking them to wrath because a lot of them have so much bitterness in them and so much wrath in them for you not being a father that you supposed to be. It's not this child's fault that they came into the world. You had a part of that. So you need to stop being a deadbeat father and be a part of their life. Because that's if you read the statistics, that a lot of problem, a lot of the children do not have fathers. So that tells you that that is a problem. That is a problem. And so, man, we need you to step up and be a man, first of all. Second of all, be a godly man. And third of all, be a father. Be a father to your children. Glory to God. Because you're provoking them to wrath and God is going to get you because of some of these things that are happening. Because that's why a lot, a lot of these children on the streets joining gangs for acceptance. And they're angry and they're doing stuff against other people just because you wasn't in their life to provide them instructions. Just because you wasn't in their life to be an example. 
because it's not enough to be in their life, but you need to be a godly man. You need to seek God for direction on how to raise your children. So that brings me to the other scripture, train up a child. That's for mothers and fathers, train up a child in the way that they should go. So when they are old, they will not depart from it. Train up a child in the way they should go. It's training them in the word of God and let your life be an example because there's too many hypocrites out here. The parent going to church, but when you come home, you ain't living a life that's lined up to the Holy Scriptures. You're not living a life that's lined up to what your pastor is even preaching. But you think that your kid's not watching you? Or excuse me, children. Because like my deacon minister always like to correct us. Not kids, because that's baby goats. Children. Your children is watching your life. And you a hypocrite because you ain't doing what you telling them to do. Don't say do as do as I say. No, you we should be able to say do as I do. And so I thank the Lord because when my children was younger, I was like, no, I want to be a godly example, a godly woman and a godly mother. And I'm not, I don't want my children to see me living a double life. First of all, I love God. Second of all, I love my children and I don't want to leave them astray. And when we go into church and we coming home and we doing something else, you cursing folk out, you look like a whore, you do you you going to the club partying, you getting high, you getting drunk, you doing all of these things and you think your child is not seeing that. No, you're you're training them in the wrong way. You're training them how to be a hypocrite. You're training them about den denouncing the whole religion. Or even denouncing God because they got a bad example from you. So I'm gonna need I'm gonna need y'all parents. We got no, 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 no. This got to stop because our children is dying because they are leaving, and some not even coming to be saved. Period. They don't even want to know God. They want to do their own thing totally. They don't want to know God because of what they seen a parent do. So I'm encouraging you, parents, on today. Live the life that you're talking about. If you save, I'm gonna need you to live. God, no, not just me, not me, but your children and God need to need you to live the life that you're talking about. Don't just go to church to go to say you went. Live the life of holiness because your children are watching you, and they're out here doing things they're not supposed to do. This vaping is getting out of control. And getting high is getting out of control because parents are getting high. It's ridiculous. And we wonder why our children is out on the street. And we wonder why our children is doing all these things. You, you, No, it's you. You are a bad example to your child. So we need to come on. No, no, we parents got to get it together. We parents must get it together. Because what I want y'all to know, children as well as adults, because I'm going to get to my scripture. I'm going to wrap this up. We all... We all, but we must all stand before Christ to be judged. Because some people out there be like, who made you God? Don't judge me. Let me tell you, the word of God is judging you right now. And you better be glad that somebody is coming to you and telling you the truth before you die. Because once you die, that's it. That's it. So, for we must all stand before Christ to be judged. We will each receive what we deserve for the good or evil we have done in this earthly body. So, don't get it twisted. You know the people like, it don't matter what you do. God knows your heart. God do know your heart. And when you do stuff from your heart, no, your works is going to show it. Because we be like, oh, God ain't judging your works. See, see, they misinterpreted the scripture. Because 
This the thing. You can do good works and your heart still could be nasty. It's the motive and the intents of the heart and what you do. It's, it's both things. So we can't have one without the other. That's how they meant they had misinterpreted because they just think you saying it's about works. No, if your intentions are not good and holy and you are not in right standing before God, then the works don't even matter. But if you out here sleeping around, cheating on your wife or husband, smoking, drinking, hating, being and, and sowing discord among the brethren, because that's a problem too, causing divisions in the house of the Lord, that's a problem too. So if you're doing all of these things, don't think you're about to inherit the kingdom of God because you ain't. And you're going to be judged by it. You're going to be judged by it. Glory to God. But Okay, again, we will each receive whatever we deserve for the good or evil we have done in this earthly body. 2 Corinthians 5.10. And I believe we go to the 11th verse because then it say that's why we persuade men. That's why I'm on here on today because I'm like, Lord, my babies, my children is dying at alarming rates. Satan is destroying. See, Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy you out here holding guns with videos, sticking up your middle finger, shaking your booty, and you think, you think when you die, you going to heaven? Ain't no way. You going to report to God for the deeds that you have done in your body, whether it's good or bad. So we need to check ourselves. First of all, we need, we must be born again. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. We don't know. It's no optional. It's no many ways to heaven. It's only one way. And God said, I am the way. Jesus, I am the way, the truth, and the life. You got to come on in. You got to come on in and receive Christ. Not just shaking your pastor's hand. Not just by us uh, saying a few words, a little prayer. You must be born again of the water and of the spirit. Glory to God. I'm telling y'all, do it like the Bible say. Do it like the Bible say. God will confirm his word. Glory to God. And so then I'm going to read Hebrews 9, 27. And it is appointed unto man once to die. But after this, the judgment. Don't, Lord, don't think that you're just going to be floating around when you die and you're going to come back. Oh, no, you're going to come back alive in, in the rap. You know, when God comes back for you. And you're going to be judged like I just read. So after you die, just know that you're going to face Jesus. And it's no time. Stop looking at these hypocrites. I'm going to keep saying stop looking at them. Because yes, it is some hypocrites. And they're going to hell if they don't change. So you need to match your life up according to what God says. And that's found in the Bible. And yes, they be saying man made it, but man was inspired by God to write the word of God. And see, I wouldn't have believed the Bible if I didn't receive the Holy Ghost. See, I received, hallelujah, the Holy Ghost. And I began to speak in tongues as the Spirit gave utterance, just like the Bible said in Acts. The word became, hallelujah, the word became alive in me. I didn't know what language I was speaking in, but I knew I was speaking in another language and other people. This thing wasn't done in no corner. Other people heard me speaking, glory to God. So I'm telling you, the Bible is real, just like the Bible said in the beginning, God created the heavens and earth. Just the Bible says that Jesus is coming again. He's coming again. 
And we're going to be judged by our works, whether it was good or evil. And your works, again, it was based on the spirit that was in you. It was based on the love of Christ that was in you. And the Bible says, if you don't have his spirit, you are none of his. You are none of his. I don't care what nobody say. You are none of his if you don't have his spirit. So we need to get stirred up on today. And I need you parents, if you're listening, you Holy Ghost, feel walking in holiness. Pray for our children, glory to God, because they do not believe God. They don't even want to come this way. So we need to pray that they will have a mind to be saved, a mind to know God, hallelujah, not just know of God, but to really know God and have a relationship with him. That's why it's so much hatred and anger and evil in them because they don't know God. Glory to God. And we, we as parents, again, live the life. Stop leaving your children. First of all, stop leaving your children home at a young age. By themselves, they in the house doing whatever with whoever. You don't know what they're doing. Watch these kids. Don't let your kids go to Uncle Jigaboo house. If you know that man is sleazy and nasty, don't you let, I don't care. No, you done had these children. Watch your own children. Don't go to, let them go to Aunt Thot house. I don't care. I don't care who she is, whatever. I don't care. She can be your blood sister. I don't care. You know how she is. Spirits transfer. Keep your kids around. Uncle Jigaboo, you know that he is gay. Keep your kids from around these people. Because you don't know what they're doing with your kids. If you have a if you just have an inkling, don't let your kids be around these people. You got to be a parent and step up. I don't care what nobody say. I don't let my children go with anybody. And now when they was younger. I didn't let them go with anybody. They're teenagers, I still don't because I don't trust these people. And when God give me a, a urge, oh, no, my kids ain't staying alone with you nowhere. No, I'm very particular about my children. And I thank the Lord, hallelujah, for giving me that mind. No, you don't do that. You don't need your kids so you can go out with a no good man somewhere. No, get yourself together. Care about yourself. Care about your children. Because these people are molesting and raping. And then they showing your kids bad examples. The ones that sell drugs and you know it. They showing your kids a bad example. The ones that's drinking, getting high. They showing your kids a bad example and they think it's okay. And it's not. So I'm telling y'all, I'm pleading with y'all today. Be a godly example. And second of all, be careful who you let your children go around. Be very careful and prayerful about who God will let you discern how these people are, even if they put a front on the outside. I don't care if they claim to be saved. If you, if God gives you that feeling, uh -uh, don't let your kids go around these people. And children, listen, obey your parents, obey the adults that is telling you the right thing to do. And even if they not, do not curse them. You don't have to do the wrong that they are telling you to do, but do not curse them because you want your life to be blessed. You want it to be well with you so you will live long on earth. But I'm telling you, parents, if you train your kids in the right way, they will come back to it. I'm talking about God's way because, again, I did some wrong things, but the grace and mercy of God and I got a mind. I said, oh, no, say you ain't going to take me out. 
And I came back because of the prayers of my parents and I had to come to myself. When I came to myself, because I was so low, when I came to myself, I came back to God. So I'm asking you parents, even if you got them grown adult kids that's going astray, pray for them because God will deal with them. God used to deal with me. And I'm like, Lord, leave me alone. <laughs> it's what I wanted to say when I was doing my thing. But I'm telling you, time is short and Satan coming after y'all. It's a spiritual warfare. No, we don't. We ain't fighting against flesh and blood. Satan is coming again to steal, kill, and destroy you because he only got a short time. Take heed to the word on today. Take heed to the word. God is calling you to be saved. Hallelujah. God is calling you to be saved. God is calling the backsliders to come back to him before it's a day and a time too late. I encourage you, don't be right in your own eyes. It's time to do things God's way. I'm telling y'all, God's way is the blessed way. I'm so glad I came back to the truth according to the word of God, not just by what my parents said, because I believe the word of God. I read it for myself, and it's true. And again, it came alive in my life, glory to God. So be encouraged, y'all. Come to Jesus while there is still time. He's crying out to you. He's crying out. God got a great purpose for you on today. God has something for you to do, or you wouldn't have been born. That's why Satan is after you like he's after you. Take heed to godly advice. He's calling you to something much greater than you can see right now. Come to Jesus. Let him cleanse you. Let him save you. Let him fulfill the purpose that he had for you before you was even born. That's why Satan want to snatch you out of here. Even commit suicide. That's why Satan trying to snatch you out of here. Because he wants you to commit suicide so you can take your life. So you can take your own life and not do what God created you to do. Because he know he don't got a possible chance. Come to Jesus while you still have time. Glory to God. So if you want to, if you need to talk to me, hit me up on Messenger. I will pray for you. You say, say I'm special for I will. And I, I belong to City of Refuge Church under the leadership of Pastor Bishop Calvin C. Wiley Sr. Located in Baseville, Mississippi. I'm telling you, I, the doors of the church are open. You are welcome to come. Glory to God. You 104 Armstrong Street, Batesville, Mississippi, 38606, where there is a holy man of God standing in the gap, praying for you, fasting for you. Come on. He will feed you with the word so you will be saved and you will grow in the Lord and be ready when Jesus comes for you, even if it's in death or the rapture. But you won't die before your time if you're obedient to God and his word. Hallelujah. I don't care what spirit may be coming against you. If you come to Jesus, he will cleanse you. He will heal you. He will save you. Come on to Jesus. And again, you always welcome at the city of refuge. Glory to God. Hallelujah. If you need to reach out to me again, feel free. Well, I pray everyone have a blessed, blessed Friday. Peace out. Much love to you. Glory to God.